God is speaking to us. This is an insane thought that the creator of the universe who placed every star, who created the world, who created every single one of us who has ever lived on this earth, that this God would speak to us. Well, he does. And the only question is, are we listening? Welcome to the New Community Church podcast. This week, Pastor Aaron is going to be talking about hearing from God. And the question isn't whether God speaks, but are we listening? It's so easy to get caught up in life and get so busy that we never have a quiet moment with the Lord. But what if we did spend time being quiet and letting God speak to us? Where would he lead us? How could we impact other people? We all have this ability to hear from God. And so here's Pastor Aaron. excited. It's been a few weeks since I've had the opportunity um, to really share a message, and we've had other great speakers. Can we put our hands together for the panel one more time last week? It was such an amazing job, just them sharing from their experiences and heard so much great feedback, how you guys were encouraged and challenged in that. So we're, um, we were excited, yet yeah, in this past series just to hear from so many different people. And if you're here, you may be here for the first time this morning, and if I haven't met you, my name is Aaron. I'm the lead pastor here at NCC, and you may have just Googled um, churches near me, and that's how you got here. Maybe you're watching this later this week online for the first time, but we just want to welcome you and let you know that we are excited that you're here um, this morning. And I pray for everyone in the room, as I was praying throughout this week, that this morning we would come with an expectancy, because whether you realize it or not, I believe God wants to speak to you this morning. God has something that he wants to say to you and encourage your heart, and so Um, maybe you were just blessed to get here, like you're still just dragging yourself out of bed, or maybe you came excited, maybe it was a good week, maybe it was a little bit more of a difficult week, but I want to challenge you, God wants to speak to us this morning. That's what I'm talking about. The title of my message is, Are You Listening? Are You Listening? Because I believe God has something that he wants to say to us. I think the important question that we have to challenge ourselves with is, God, are we listening? When you're ready to talk, are we listening to what it is that you want to say? I've shared a few times how um, one of our older sons is in the military right now. And so um, he's in different places, and at different times he'll call. And um, I kind of know what the number looks like whenever he calls, what it pops up on my phone. And I'm so excited when Josiah calls. I probably annoy him, but I ask him like a million questions like, what's this like? What's going on? What are you doing? What, what's going, you know, so who's around you? And all of these type of things, like, like I'm asking all of these questions. He calls from different locations. A, a few times he's called from a ship. And so when that happens, I'm not for sure the connection, but sometimes it's difficult to hear him. Like the connection kind of cuts in and out. And so either I have to repeat what I'm saying or I have to ask him, just I repeat that like I didn't really hear you. I think there's a bunch of phones right in a row. And so I can hear other guys around him or other people around him kind of going about their business. And so there's a lot of distractions. There's all of that. And I don't really mind any of it because I'm getting to talk to my son. Like that's, that's the best thing for me right now because he's so far away. And I end almost every phone call the same way. I'm like, Josiah, I just want you to know, man, I love you. So proud of you. We miss you. But man, we love you. I pray for you all the time, Josiah. And so actually like getting off the phone call, I have to take about five minutes because I just say that over and over again. I want him to know that. Like, I want him, the last thing he hears from my voice until I get to talk to him again, I want him to know, hey, mom and dad love you, and man, we're so proud of you. 
And as I've gone through this process of these phone calls with Josiah, it started to help me understand, I think that's how God is, you guys. That there's times where our lives are so busy and chaotic, he doesn't mind the distractions. There's times where he may have to repeat what he's saying or you may have to repeat what you're saying. He's okay with that because he just wants to talk to us. He wants to be in this conversation. He loves us like a good heavenly father. He truly loves us and wants a relationship with us. And he's wanting to speak into your life. And he wants to know what's going on in your life. And he wants you to be able to share that. He's like a good father who wants to get to know you. And he wants you to get to know him. Now, let me pause here because I realize in a room this size, um, there are a lot of different dynamics going on. And for some of us, whenever we see a phone call and it says, dad, like that may just bring joy to our hearts. Um, For others, you may have had a difficult relationship with your father growing up. And the idea that God is a good heavenly father, there's some other things that come along with that idea, maybe even some baggage. But I wanna tell you, he is a good father and he's a loving God. And no matter what your relationship was like with your earthly father, whether it was broken or whether it was great, you have a heavenly father who wants to spend time with you and who wants to get to know you and who is there to encourage you and to express like I do with Josiah when I get ready to get off the phone, hey, I love you so much. I just want you to know that that no matter what happens till the next time I talk to you, man, I love you with all of my heart. That's the way God is. And he's wanting to speak to us. He wants to communicate those things. And so I want to look at a story in scripture that talks about that. In 1 Samuel chapter 3, verse 1 is where we're going to be at. And if you didn't bring a Bible with you, there's a blue Bible in the seat in front of you. And you can take that out and turn to page 130 or take out your smartphone and just Google 1 Samuel chapter 3. You'll get there. Um, And follow along with us. This is where we're going to be at today, just kind of in this passage right here and looking at this. Um, In case you've never read the book of 1 Samuel, and you don't really know what's going on, let me take a moment, kind of explain. The people of God have come out of slavery in Egypt. They've been slaves for 400 years, and God has brought them into the promised land. He's given them this land as an inheritance. He set up spiritual leaders over the people of Israel to declare the word of the Lord, to hear from God, and to give that to the people. And one of those individuals was named Eli, and you'll see about him in just a moment. We read about Eli at the beginning of 1 Samuel and in this part. Now, Eli works in the temple of the Lord. He's a spiritual leader. He's like a prophetic voice to the people of God. And one day he meets a young woman that comes into the church or the temple of God, if you will. And she's crying out to God, God, I just want a child. She couldn't have a baby. She really wanted a baby. And God hears her prayer and gives her Samuel. That's who this book is named after. He's the author of this book. Samuel was born. He was a miracle child. Um, She really couldn't get pregnant. And out of that, she dedicates Samuel to the Lord. And so when Samuel's just a little kid, maybe like four or five years old, she brings him to the temple, and that's where Samuel grows up at. He grows up in the house of God, and that's where he spends his young childhood. Eli trains him up, and Eli raises him up. And then Hannah has other children. God blesses her because of her obedience and her dedication of Samuel to him, and and so she has other children. And so this is where we pick up the story. Eli's a spiritual leader. Samuel um, has been dedicated to the Lord. And this is what 1 Samuel chapter 3, verse 1 says. It says, now the boy Samuel was ministering to the Lord in the presence of Eli. And the word of the Lord was rare in those days. There were no frequent visions. Go ahead and hold that place and let me pause right here. Now that may be confusing because maybe you're sitting there thinking, wait, Aaron, I thought you just said God wants to speak to us. 
But this is saying, hey, the word of the Lord was rare in those days. What's going on here? And so I want to talk about what's happening and what may sometimes hinder us from hearing from God. Because I believe just what I said, God wants to speak to us. So what's going on here? Why isn't God's word being heard? Well, when you read about what's taking place, Eli was a spiritual leader. He's supposed to speak God's word to the people of the Lord. But at some point, he had stopped listening. And when you read in chapter one, what happens is Eli is allowing sin to be right there in the presence of God. So he has two older sons, Eli does, and they're coming in. And when people come to bring their offerings to God, his sons will actually steal that. And people are telling him, hey, this is to God, man. Like I'm bringing this, whatever it was, like a lamb or a grain offering fruit or whatever they had, like, hey, I'm presenting this to God. And they would say, no, you're not. I'm taking that from you. They were stealing from people right in the temple of the Lord. They were committing sexual acts with women, not consensual, right there in the temple of the Lord. And God begins to speak to Eli and say, you can't let this go on, Eli. And Eli, he, he kind of mentions it to his kids, hey, you shouldn't be doing this, but he never really puts a stop to it. He just lets it continue on. And I think as I begin to just kind of meditate on this, what happened is it wasn't that God had stopped speaking, it was that Eli had stopped listening. It was that Eli had stopped hearing the voice of God. God had told him over and over and over again, and Eli just wasn't listening to God anymore. I have young kids. Maybe you have kids that um, were young at one point. Maybe you still have young kids or you babysat kids. Have you ever had like a toddler or a little kid, and you're telling them something over and over, and they're not really paying attention? Um, I'll go ahead and call him out. This is our little guy, Aiden, right here. Um, love Aiden to death. I'm going to embarrass him right now. But he'll sit. We have this kind of high table over in the library, and he'll sit on this bar stool. And I'm like, Aiden, sit like you're supposed to. But he'll put his knees up. He'll be laying like this. And then I'll be over on the couch, and all of a sudden I hear it, boom. And Aiden's falling off the chair. And I've told him over and over again, Aiden, don't do that. You're going to hurt yourself. Hey, man, be careful. Don't do that. Don't do that. And then he's like, Dad, why did that happen? Come on, buddy. Really? Like I just said 10 times, don't sit like that. Like that's, you're going to, and that's what is happening. God's told Eli over and over again, hey, don't do that. It's going to hurt you. It's going to hurt the people around you. You're bringing destruction into the house of God. Don't do that. I'm warning you. That's not going to turn out okay. And Eli, it wasn't like God had stopped speaking. It was that Eli had stopped listening. In church, we need to be careful when we're hearing the voice of God or when God's speaking that we don't turn a deaf ear so long that we start to ignore his voice. That he's still talking, we're just not in tune with it anymore. We're blocking it out because we want to do things our own way. And so if you're ever in a position and you're like, God, I've heard you in the past, but I don't know if I'm really hearing you right now, the first thing that you do is you stop and you examine your heart. You stop and you look inside of your own heart. God, is there sin there that I've not taken care of? God, is there something that you've told me to do, Lord, that I've continued in? Lord, I'm key, I continue to hold on to that when you've told me to let go of it, God. And now I'm walking in disobedience, God. And it's not like God's going to stop talking, but it can be that we stop listening. And we start to ignore the voice of God. And we block it out because we want to do things our own way. And if you find yourself in a place where you're like, man, I don't, I've heard God before, but it's been a long time. You need to get down on your knees. And you need to open up your life and say, God, is there anything you need to tell me? God, do I need to repent 
of something that I've been holding on to that you've been warning me, hey, that's going to cause destruction. Don't do that. It's going to hurt you. It's going to hurt the people around you. You need to let go of that. Whenever we feel like, hey, God, your voice is distanced from me, we need to stop and begin to examine our own lives. God, have I turned a deaf ear to your voice? So that's the first thing. If you're not hearing God's voice, we need to look and say, God, is there sin? Is there something that's blocking your voice and my ability to hear that, God? Because you want to talk to me, God. You want your voice to be present in my life. So let's continue on. 1 Samuel chapter 3, um, verse 2. It says this, At that time, Eli, whose eyesight had begun to grow dim so that he could not see, was lying down in his own place. The lamp of God had not yet gone out, and Samuel was lying down in the temple of the Lord, where the ark of God was. Now, this is important to note right here because what Samuel had done is he had physically distanced himself from the presence of God, or Eli had. And where's Samuel at? Samuel is right next to the ark of God. This was the symbol of the presence of God. So Eli, over time, he'd gotten further and further away from the actual presence of God. And Samuel, he spends his night right next to that. So Samuel has positioned himself in a place to be near the presence of God. And this is what it says. The Lord called out to Samuel, and Samuel said, here I am, and he ran to Eli, and he said, Eli, here I am, you called me, but Eli said, I did not call you, go lie down again. So he went and he lay down. The Lord called again Samuel, and Samuel arose, and he went to Eli. He said, here I am, for you called me, and Eli said, I did not call you, my son, go lie down again. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, or the word of the Lord had not been revealed to him. And the Lord called to Samuel again a third time. He arose, he went to Eli. Here I am for you, called me. Then Eli perceived that this was the Lord calling the boy. Therefore, Eli said to Samuel, go lie down. And if he calls you, you shall say, speak, Lord, your servant hears. So Samuel went and laid down in his place. And the Lord came and stood, calling as he had at the other time, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel said, speak, for your servant hears. Church, are you listening? I believe just like in this story that we have a God who wants to draw close to us, who wants us to be near to his presence, and he wants to speak to you. Not just in settings like this, but throughout your week, whenever you wake up in the morning, whenever you go to bed at night, that there is a God who loves you and who is calling out your name and who's wanting to have a conversation, who's wanting to have a relationship. He is there waiting for you, although many times we think we're so busy in our lives, and he's speaking out our name over and over again. Hey, I want to have a conversation. I want to speak to you. I want to talk to you. I want to reveal some things to you. And so that's what's going on here. Now, we see this, and I need us to understand this. When we're talking about hearing God's voice, for most of us in our life, we're not going to hear an audible voice of God, okay? So you're not going to be like Samuel. Samuel did, but for the majority of us, you're hearing me talk, you know, through your ear right now. That's probably not going to happen for the majority of us. Some of you, you may experience that, but probably for most of us, we're not. When we hear God speak, it's in our hearts, like it's our thought patterns. It's the process of our mind, but it's God coming in and it's his voice. Now, it's going to sound like your thoughts, just being very practical here. For the most part, it's going to sound like your thoughts, but it's going to be the word of God speaking to you and wanting to show something just like he was doing here with Samuel. And so Samuel says that, speak, Lord, for your, word, or for your servant is listening. And sometimes we discount this for a number of reasons. And you may be sitting here saying, Aaron, this is my first time back to church in a long time, or I'm here all the time, but I'm not like Eli. 
I'm not this, you know, man of God. I'm not like Samuel. I'm not, you know, in the temple of God all the time. Like, I'm not a person in the Bible. God doesn't really want to speak to me. But I'm telling you once again that you have a loving heavenly father, and he does. He wants to talk to you. So how do we hear the voice of God? How do we know that God is speaking to us? How do we know, God, this is really you, and and you're wanting to communicate to me? Well, we know that because of this right here. It's because of his word. And the number one way that most of us will hear the word of God, hear hear God's word for the first time, is we'll read God's word in the scripture and in the Bible. And if you're here thinking, and I've heard so many people, man, I just want to hear from God. I want to know that God loves me. I want God to speak to me. Great, just open this up. That's what you have to do. You got to open this up. You've got to read this. This is God's letter to you. I heard a pastor talking about this, and he said, I have so many church people that come up to me. Well, pastor, I've never really heard God speak. And he's like, you can't say that if you've opened up the Bible. You can't say that if you've opened this up. Because God knew that we would doubt, right? God knew that we would have fears and we would have doubts. And so he wrote it down for us, church. And so here at NCC, when we say, hey, Scripture shapes our life. The Bible's the number one catalyst for our spiritual growth. Those aren't kind of catchy phrases that we just want to throw around. We're saying that because we believe that there is a God who loves us and that he wanted us to know that love. He's not up in heaven hiding it from us. He said, hey, I want you to hear my voice, so I'm going to write it down. And over and over again, he's spoken to us through his word, page after page, word after word. He's talking to us. And so we're doing these disciple-making groups here at NCC. And in one of the conversations I was having, someone said that, of, man, I just want to know that I've heard God's word. And I said, great, open this up every single day. Make this a priority in your life. And you're never going to have to doubt if God is speaking to you. You're never going to have to question that. Like, have I really heard the word of the Lord? Yes, you have. It's right here in the scripture over and over again. He's telling us this. Hey, I'm communicating to you. I want you to know this. This is God's love letter to us. And for so many of us, as I talk to people, it's, man, I'm just really busy. I've just got so much going on. And church, I want to challenge you this morning as your pastor Can you imagine standing in front of the God of the universe who holds everything together, who named all of the stars and knows every hair on your head and telling him I was too busy? It just doesn't make sense. He's communicated to us. And he said, hey, I want you to know me and I've given you a way to hear my voice. Can you imagine standing in front of Jesus and the sacrifice that he went through and saying, God, I just didn't know if I really had the time. Church, we have the time. The question is, are we making it a priority to hear his voice? He's speaking. Are you listening? Am I listening to the voice of God and what it is that he wants to say? And so God does this. He speaks to us through his word over and over again. Now, let me tell you what happens. I'm in prayer times. And I've been a pastor for over 20 years. I've been following Jesus um, for over 25 years of my life now. And there are still moments as a pastor, as a follower of Jesus for that long, where I feel like, oh man, God, you're saying something to me. And then you know what happens? The enemy creeps in. And this is what he says, just honesty moment, even as a pastor. Come on, Aaron, seriously? You think the God of the universe is going to stop his busy schedule to tell you that he loves you? 
I mean, there's all of these things going on, right? Like wars and disease and, and 7 billion people. Why is he going to come and pinpoint you and have a conversation with you? I think those things sometimes. Sometimes it's the enemy or maybe it's my own thoughts that are like, God, I'm so jacked up. Like, man, there's still issues of sin and I thought I'd be further along at this point, God. And I still struggle with things and I don't love you like I should. And the enemy creeps in and says, yeah, God's not going to tell you he loves you. Look at how jacked up your life is. Look at all the struggles. Look at still mindsets and attitudes you deal with. And you guys, in those moments, I have to remind myself, God, I know you love me. Do you know how I know that, church? Because he said it over and over and over and over again. And I confront those lies of the enemy when the enemy's saying, no, those are your thoughts. That's not really God speaking. You're just making that up in your head. Do you know how I know that? Because page after page, he said, let me write it down for you. I love you. I want a relationship with you. I'm pursuing you. I'm chasing you down. I'm coming after you, Aaron. I'm not going to let you go because I'm a heavenly father that is good, and I want to demonstrate my love for you. Church, you read this because it confirms the voice of God. In that moment when you're like, how do I know this is my voice? Or how do I know this is my thoughts or the voice of God? It's confirmed by what God's already said in his word. This is how we hear his voice. God's speaking. Are we listening? And when we do what Samuel did, he got close to the presence of God. Eli's all the way over in some other part. And Samuel chooses to be close to the presence of God. Why? Because he was developing that relationship, that friendship. That closeness to the presence of God did something in his life. Maybe you guys remember this. Some of you won't, but before we had these things where every time someone calls or texts like it pops up, you had cordless phones. You guys remember that and the little caller ID? But before any of that, you just had to pick up the phone and you didn't know who was there, right? You guys remember that? And, and you'd say, hello? And someone else would answer. And maybe it was a friend from school, maybe it was a parent or a relative, okay? Maybe it was your mom or dad and you got scared, but you immediately recognized their voice, right? Like you knew because you had spent enough time around that person. If it was someone that you knew, maybe you've been in a crowded area and you've heard someone talking, you look back and you're like, oh, that's my friend. Why? Because you recognize their voice. And let me tell you, God is speaking. And when you get close enough to his presence, when you spend enough time with him, when you start intentionally carving out points in your day and say, God, I'm going to stop everything else and I'm just going to focus in on you, he becomes that truly close, trusted friend in your life. And now all of a sudden you recognize his voice and you understand, oh, that's who's on the other end of this line. God, that's you. You're trying to say something to me right now. You're trying to speak something in this moment. You've come to recognize his voice because you've spent time with him. That's what Samuel does. He's in the presence of God. He's close to God. He's near to God. He's hearing from God. God wants to speak to us. Are we listening? One more quick thing here that we see in this passage. Samuel says, speak, Lord, your servant's listening. And then what does he do? He stops talking. If you're struggling to hear from God, just practical. Stop talking, church. We spend so much of our time. I do this, like God has to convict me. I feel the Holy Spirit say this a lot of, Aaron, I just need you to shut up right now, okay? Because I got some things I want to say to you. And, and I do that. I feel so much of my time. God, I need you to do this. Impact this person's life. God, work in this part of my life. God, I need you to be here. And, and sometimes God just has to remind me, Aaron, just be silent for a second. I have some things that I want to say to you. 
And I have that trouble, church. Maybe you're like me of, man, I can't hear God's voice because so many times I'm talking way too much. And I'm not just quieting my heart. And I'm not stopping my part of the conversation and saying, okay, God, let me hear from you. What do you think about this situation? Hey, God, here's what's going on at work. What would you do? Holy Spirit, this family member is hurting. This family member, they're, they're in pain. They're hurting. They're going through this. What do I say to them, God? I don't know. I don't know how to talk to that individual. I don't really have the right words. What would you say, God? And it's when we stop talking and we begin to listen that God is able to speak to us. That's what he does. And when you read that next verse, verse 11 there, God says, hey, Samuel, I'm about to tell you something that it's gonna make the ears of everyone in Israel tingle. Like I'm about to show you something. And the amazing thing is as he begins to talk to him, it's sad because part of it is him saying, hey, I told Eli this stuff and he didn't listen. And it really has brought destruction to him and to his family because he wouldn't listen to my words. But then he goes on to talk about a plan and a purpose that he has for the people of God and, and Samuel's role in that and what God wants to do and where God is leading them. God begins to speak to, to him. And this is the truth that I started to realize in this. It's that you guys, sometimes when God wants to talk to us, it's not even for us. It's gonna impact the people around us. And God may be wanting to speak some things into your life and he wants to say some things that are not just for you, but they're for others around you. And so it's important that we hear the word of the Lord. It's important that we hear God's verse, voice because it may not just be for us. It may be for other people that God has placed in our life. And so we've shifted some things in service today and we want to create some space to hear from God this morning. And so this is what we're going to do. Um, our sanctuary host, we have a few people that are gonna help us and they're gonna begin to hand out cards just like this. So um, if we could get those that are helping us hand those out this morning, um, if you guys could start to pass those out. So they're gonna pass them. Um, just take one and then you can pass it on. Make sure everyone has one of these. But what we want to do is we wanna create that space to listen to the voice of God. And so this morning here at NCC, we're about to shift things and carry this idea forward. We want to keep this in front of us of God, you want to speak to each and every one of us. And that God doesn't just talk to me as the pastor, but he talks to all of us. And he's wanting to communicate things. He's wanting to challenge us into, in ways. And so when you get that card, you're gonna see that it says, is God speaking to you? And we're putting it in your hand this morning. We're gonna do something with this in a moment. But every Sunday from here forward, when you come in, this is gonna be in the seat back in front of you. And we wanna keep this in front of us. We wanna create this space because we may be in the middle of the worship service. We may be in the middle of the message, something like this, and God may say something to you. And you have an opportunity to write that down and to say, God, I think this is what you're saying. And then we wanna help kind of pastor that moment. We wanna encourage you. Maybe God is speaking in three different ways. Maybe it's something for you. You've gone through something or you're dealing, and God says, hey, I wanna remind you of some things. I wanna remind you of my truth. It may be for someone else. You may be here on a Sunday morning and God says something and you know someone else in the congregation and you write that down and, and you would go give it to them and just say, hey, I want, Jeff, man, I just want this to encourage you. I felt like God said this. I don't know what you're going through, man. I hope this encourages you. And I give it, you know, to that person. Or you may even say, hey, I think this may be something for the entire church. Like it's not just for one other person but this may be for the body, like 
our family here. God may be wanting to speak through me to speak to someone else. And if you feel like that, what we're going to do is um, now throughout worship, and, and if it's during the message, you can hold on to it and give it to me afterwards. But, but I'll be sitting right here on the front row, and you can just come up and tap me on the shoulder and say, hey, Pastor Aaron, I'm not for sure, but this may be something for the entire church. And I'll find the best way and the best time to share that. Or I, I may look at you and say, hey, I've read this. I think this may be for another person. And so let's pray together and let's ask God maybe who that individual is. And so we want to pass through that moment. We see this in the Bible. This isn't something new that we're doing. This is something actually very old. In the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 14, there was this church in Corinth, and they started to do things like this. Now, it got a little out of hand, if you've ever read Corinthians, because they're in the middle of a service like this, and someone just stands up. Imagine if Brian just stood up, and he just starts yelling out this message from God. And everyone's like, what do we do? And Brian's looking at me like, what's going on, right? And then someone else would, you know, would stand up over here, and they would just start to sing this song. And Paul's like, hey, this has all gotten a little confusing. I know God wants to speak to us all, but there is actually an order that we do things in. And so he says things like this, God may give a prophetic word to each and every one of us, but we offer it in the right time. And he says it like this, the spirit of the prophet is subject to the prophets that God's placed spiritual leaders to kind of discern how that word should be given and, and in what avenue and what that should look like. And then he ends 1 Corinthians chapter 14, I think it's verse 31, and he simply says this, hey, God's not a God of confusion. He's a God of peace. And so as we're sharing what God is speaking, we want that um, to be in an orderly fashion. And so that's how we're going to do that as we hear from God. And I want to challenge you. God is going to speak to you. You're going to be afraid. Do you know how I know that? I still get afraid sometimes, okay? And so you're probably going to get afraid. God, how do I know this is from you? And you guys, that's why God's placed myself as a pastor and other leaders here is to help in those moments. And to be able to discern that, God, is this something just for an individual? Is this something for someone else? Is this something for the entire church? And then how do we share that? And so this morning, we just want to take a moment to hear from God. For some of you, this may be the first time. And you've never really stepped out and done that. And so we're just going to create a safe space to be able to do that. And I'm going to ask you to hold on to this card. Hopefully you've not written on it yet. Just hold on to this. And we're going to do what Samuel did. We're going to bring our lives close to the presence of God. Thanks for listening to this week's message. Find a time this week to quiet your heart, to stop talking and stop doing things, but just spend this time being quiet and listening to what God has to say. As he speaks to you, write it down. He has something to say, so just listen. Here at NCC, we are all about making people and places new, and we want to know how we can help you grow in your faith. Connect with us online at newcommunity.co. We would love to hear from you.